always serving a fresh cup of daily inspiration, Deanna Hobbs. Today's inspiration is to remind you that God is going to show you what he told you. I looked at the large red letter F. You plagiarized this. See me, said the handwriting at the top of my political science term paper. That's all it said. I was devastated and outdone over the failing grade and this baseless accusation. So after all the students exited the classroom, I marched my little self right on up to the professor's desk. I was so full of indignation and I pleaded my case. Well, why did you say I plagiarized this? I asked. I worked very hard on this paper. I was so upset. You mean to tell me you wrote this yourself? He said incredulously. I could tell he didn't believe me. It was my sophomore year in college and I didn't want to take that political science course in the first place, but I happened to need it to fill my core credits. Because it wasn't a particular area of interest for me, I studied for hours to master the concepts and information necessary to ace this class. Knowing the amount of effort I had put into that paper made what the professor said really difficult to take. How can you accuse me of plagiarism? I questioned repeatedly. I know I wrote this, all of it. So I challenged the professor to take the paper home with him and do a thorough search, check my sources, all of it. And you know what? He did. The next class period, he returned with an adjusted grade and an apology. By that time, though, the A-plus I received felt hollow. I was deeply insulted. Looking shamefaced, he told me, uh, after doing my research, I realized you were telling the truth. You didn't steal anyone else's work. I'm sorry for that assumption. I said to him, well, what I don't understand is why you would say that to me, especially given the fact that you didn't even base your accusation on any sort of facts. Aside from being angry, I was also genuinely confused, like that was nothing that had ever happened to me before. Well, he told me, I guess you could take it as a compliment. He kind of giggled, trying to butter me up, you know. So many kids slack off these days, he continued, and I just don't see this quality of work coming from students. But it was wrong of me to say that. You know, sometimes people will size you up and make assumptions about you based on what they think they know. It's frustrating, isn't it? And often, that can be just as wrong as my professor was that day. People were certainly off about Jesus's identity, according to Matthew 16 and 13 through 20. As the Savior walked with his disciples in Caesarea Philippi, he asked them, who do men say that I, the son of man, am? Jesus's closest followers told him that some folks said he was John the Baptist or the prophet Elijah or Jeremiah or one of the other prophets. They had no idea. Then Simon Peter said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. This is common knowledge to the believer of this generation, right? We have a written historical account of Jesus's death, burial, and resurrection. We hear faith bolstering sermons preached about it regularly. Back then though, this wasn't the case. So many people didn't know about the deity of Christ. That's why Jesus told Peter in verse 17, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father who is in heaven. In this passage, 
passage, that word revealed comes from the Greek word apocalypto, which means to uncover, unveil what is hidden, or reveal what was previously unknown. Jesus informed Peter that it was God who unveiled the hidden truth of Christ's identity, which others did not know. In fact, the Savior told his disciples not to tell anyone else he was Jesus the Christ. It was kept from the public because the fullness of time had not yet come for them to receive that revelation. Only those who walked closely with the master even knew. Friend, when you walk closely with the Lord, he will reveal awesome things to you. As you listen to this podcast, there may be some things God has revealed to you that he has not disclosed to those around you. That's why you can't seek approval, validation, and affirmation from others. Your beliefs, confessions, and actions should be in response to what God said and not what others think. Let me interject this. Don't expect those with limited insight to get behind your divinely inspired dreams, encourage you to keep believing, or speak a word of confirmation over your life. If they haven't heard from the master, they may not speak words that fall in line with his plan for you. And you know what? That's okay. Always remember, people cannot endorse and celebrate what they do not have the capacity to believe. As long as you believe God, that's all that matters. Do you recall how Joseph's family responded to him in Genesis 37 when God showed him in a dream that they would all bow down to him? Though Joseph's father Jacob loved him dearly, the Bible says even Jacob rebuked him for his seemingly outlandish dreams. His brothers had a far worse reaction. They became jealous, threw him into a pit, and sold him into slavery. Joseph's family had a carnal reaction to a spiritual revelation because God didn't tell them what was to come. The Lord only told Joseph. If you know there are some things that God has only shared with you and confirmed them in your spirit, hold these truths dear. I'm encouraging you to keep on believing, keep trusting God's word, even if others don't support you and your circumstances don't line up with what God has spoken yet. Hold on to your faith despite all that. You know why? Because God's word never goes out without accomplishing his purpose according to Isaiah 55 and 11. If God has revealed that you will be healed, delivered, enlarged, elevated, and blessed beyond measure, so what if it looks like you're defeated? So what if it looks like things aren't turning around? So what if others don't believe you or celebrate it? What God has revealed in the spirit will manifest in the natural, and I don't mean maybe. It will happen. It's only a matter of time before God shows you what he told you. In the meantime, take what God said and own that thing. Rejoice over it, confess over it, and praise him in advance, even in the face of circumstances that look like just the opposite of what he said. In the face of contradiction, praise the Lord anyhow. If he said the door will be open, even while it's still locked, as the saying goes, praise him in the hallway. Give him glory for what he's already done. Even as you wait for things to shift in your favor, no more doubting and despairing, only believing and declaring that you are who and what God says you are. Once again, everything he has revealed by his spirit is coming to pass. The physical manifestation of that divine revelation is on the way. God is going to show you what he told you. Today, I'm stirring 1 Corinthians 2 and 10 in the American King James Version into your cup of inspiration, which says, but God has revealed them unto us by his spirit for the spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. As you drink down the contents, 
contents of your cup. Be reminded that God still reveals his will. He yet speaks. He continues to disclose his plans. As you receive this word, I want you to grab hold of the things you're believing God for. Release doubt, release fear, and stand on the promise of God's word. He will do just what he said. Now let's pray. God, I pray for this, my sister, this, my brother, as they await the manifestation of the revelation you've given them. I pray that you encourage their spirit. Today, we rebuke doubt and fear and anxiety and worry over circumstances and others' opinions and and situations that don't align with what you promised. We know that you are faithful, oh God, so encourage them right now. Touch their heart right now. Give them renewed hope in your word and an unwavering and unflinching faith in your faithfulness to do everything you said. And we give your name the praise and glory as we await manifestation that will surely come. In Jesus' name, we give you glory. Amen. Your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast has been brought to you by Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, where we help fuel your faith every day. For more information, log on to www.deannahobbs.com. 